Welcome to How to Live Your Best Life Radio, a podcast about stories and experiences from real people who are striving to live their best life every day in some way. I developed this podcast to uplift you and encourage you to continue to pursue greatness every single day. I'm your host, Coach Tawny Saunders, and I'm so excited to share my guest today. So let's get started. So the first question is, what's a truth you live by every day and or what gets you through hard days? To live every day as if it's my last day on earth. So tell me a story about that. Do you have to remind yourself? No, I don't. You know that um, I'm a survivor of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So I apply that. So I do still have good days and I have bad days. And when I have bad days and when I not bad days like everything is awful but bad days like a pain level right I think about those good days and that bad day doesn't seem so bad because I look forward to the next good day so I met this woman in Spain who had this was like her sixth time cancer she had breast cancer lung cancer colon cancer stomach cancer ovarian cancer uterine cancer and I asked her how she did it and she said you get out when you can, you go, you have coffee, you have tea with your friends. Mm -hmm. She said, you enjoy the things in life that you would normally take for granted. Mm -hmm. And then she told me, she said, when you go home and you have those days where you are not motivated, where you're sick and throwing up and you can't get out of bed, you focus on those good days that you have. So that's what I do. I was talking to my daughter earlier today when we were sitting there getting our hands and nails done. And I was like, you know, I feel like the last couple of weeks have been really difficult for me and just mentally. It's because most of what we go through is right here. And so I was telling her, I was like, I think I've come to the conclusion that I sometimes, and I know this happens to everybody, that I lose the bigger picture because I start focusing on the smaller things that are not going the way that I want them to. And then that somehow like becomes the whole world instead of seeing the whole bigger picture yeah so that's okay what impact have you always dreamt of having on the world or the people around you just to make people smile to make them happy I guess more or less my husband gets on to me about this (laughs) so I will if I see homeless people and I know some of them are shady and they're probably not really homeless but I want, I feel so bad for them. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I was with my sister and you have to take a trip, you know, once the toilet paper crisis. <laughs> There's this place in Georgia, Albany, Georgia, and it's called Jimmy's Hot Dogs. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he's like mad smart when it comes to like marketing. And I think his restaurant, it's, it's not even a restaurant. It's probably about as big as this place. But he sells these hot dogs and in the 1970s, it was 25 cents. I went with my sister, and there was this old man, African-American, just sitting there on the steps. Not even on the steps, he was on the curb. And I, I was like, I'm not sharing my hot dogs with anybody. That's why I told my sister. And when I walked out, I gave that man like three hot dogs, and I put a $20 bill in his pocket, and, and I gave him my pack of cigarettes. No, no. I just want the world to get along. Mm-hmm. I know that everybody says that. So I think saying Oh, world mm-hmm. peace is too much cliche. But I think maybe making the people that aren't as fortunate as some others feel important. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I think I understand what you're saying about it. 
I feel like people say it all the time, but it means something different to everybody. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. I want to see everybody happy. The way I kind of channel that is I feel like if I can help people feel good, because mm-hmm. if you, your body feels good, then your mind feels good. So yeah, to help people. And I, so I kind of felt bad, maybe two weeks ago, I was in the Walmart parking lot and this woman came up and she's like, I just need gas for my car. And I, I was like, well, I don't have any cash on me, which was absolutely mm-hmm. true. I didn't have well, it. Well, I never have it either. And then she was like, I said, I'm sorry. And she started to walk back. And then I thought about it. And I was like, because I did doubt whether or not she was being honest with me. Mm-hmm. But then I was started to get my car. I was like, well, you know, I, if she really does need gas, I can just say, hey, let's go to the gas station. I'll put gas in your car. Mm-hmm. But somebody else beat me to it. Mm-hmm. So there was another car. They asked her. And they were like, hey, do you need a ride? She's like, no, I just need gas in my car. I didn't feel like I was a very good person that day because I basically judged her. Sometimes that's hard, though. I never have cash either. And the last time I was in Missouri seeing my family, which was, I don't know, almost a couple months ago at this point, I actually had cash on me. We pulled up to a light. And this this particular person, you could definitely tell, was homeless. Mm-hmm. And it was it was hard to tell if it was a man or a woman. So I motioned for her to come over, and when she got closer, I could tell that it was a woman. But she was, I mean, just, life was definitely rough for whatever reason. So I gave her five ones, and she was just like, thank you so much. By the way, I love your hair. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, thank you so much. I love my hair, too, and everything. And I said, you, you have a wonderful day. And she goes, I will, thank you. But I could just tell that she was, but I don't, I don't do it all the time either. Mm-hmm. There was a guy that I used to work with. His name was Quentin, and he was the basically the cook and stuff at our hotel. And um, when we would do dinners at night through the week, we'd have all this food that was left over. He would take it down to one of the shelters every single time, unless he found somebody on the way, mm-hmm. and it would give it to them. And I was like, yeah, I never thought of that because we used to waste so, so much, much food. food. Yes. Okay, that's awesome. I love that. What life experience has changed you the most for the better? Probably the cancer. <laughs> I know, that's horrible, right? So I didn't, I mean, I've always had a really positive attitude. Pretty much. And I try not to be pessimistic about anything. But I, um, we weren't friends when I posted it. But I, I looked at cancer like a bully. So when I was 16, there was this girl who, when I was 13, kicked my butt. Like, literally had six girls stand around me while she beat the holy crap out of me. Oh, my gosh. And so I posted when I, I let, you know, my friends know that I, I had cancer. I'm like, okay, well, cancer, basically, it's like a bully. Mm-hmm. It can knock you down, but you have to get back up. Mm-hmm. And so I used that experience with that girl. Her name was Tammy as an analogy. And I was like, you know, when... 13 and I weighed all of 87 pounds and then 16 I'm nothing but muscle mm-hmm. and she's driving her car down the road and stops and gets out and says I'm gonna kick your butt and I just jump off the bike and I'm like go ahead bring it because bring it on <laughs> because you know what you did it once you knocked mm-hmm. me down I, I, I'm not gonna let you knock me down again so I, I kept that with me whole time I went through my chemo. That's really good analogy. So I was just and so I was like you know it's cancer is a bully and I I told myself going in 
because you never, I, because I thought it was nothing. And I listened to people. Mm-hmm. Like people say, oh, you know, you're being a hypochondriac. Oh, it's probably just this. Oh, it's probably that. And then there was one person that told me, he said, well, hope for the best, but if mad, expect the worst. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just always had a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. And I had some pretty bad days that I'll tell you, but not this way. Right. Yeah, so there were a couple of bad days where I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this? And I was like, positive. Say positive. It's bully. It's a bully. It's a bully. It's a bully. And, and that's another thing is I never let people affect how I feel. Mm-hmm. So I'm not responsible for how other people feel and they're not responsible for how I feel. And I don't let them twist that on me. Mm-hmm. So positive attitude and and the cancer. I like mm-hmm. that. I know I try to do the same thing when it comes to, well, for example, I was in the Taco Bell drive-thru a couple days ago and it literally was taking forever. And I was like, okay. I mean, I, I like really needed to get going. <laughs> it's one of those things you don't really have a choice because you know you're stuck in that thing unless you run a jumper curb. <laughs> but when I got up to the, I, I was like, okay, you know what? Every, I'm, I really try to remind myself that everything happens for a reason. Literally, I use that so much mm-hmm. because I believe it. And so I, I remind myself, even in little situations like that, that there must be a reason why I'm stuck there. And I, two cars ahead of me, I watched the lady as she literally snatched the bag out of whoever's hands were coming out of the window. And I just thought, okay, I understand how she feels, but that's a little dramatic. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be that girl. Okay. <laughs> and then the, the car in front of me went and I pulled up and then I didn't see the person's face yet. And immediately she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for your weight. I've already given you a discount. Like she was preparing for the worst, <laughs> clearly. And I said, you know what? I, I, you didn't have to do that, but I appreciate you acknowledging that it's, hasn't been the best <laughs> it's fine take your time anyway when she came back to the window because I was like you know I'm gonna handle this the best most positive way I have the energy today oh, I'm yeah. gonna do it right so when she came back and she handed me the food and stuff again I was like you know what hey just keep smiling she's like thank you <laughs> she probably really needed to hear that anyway but a reason why I say that is because literally maybe a week or two before that I went over here at tropical smoothie and I did not handle it well (laughs) I was in line literally was in the line for 30 minutes when I got to the window they're always kind of slow anyway but when I got to the window the guy opened it he didn't apologize didn't anything not that he's required to do so but sometimes when things aren't going the way you know that they should go and they know that too sometimes just acknowledging it is all you need I, I was so annoyed, I couldn't even talk. Because I knew if I opened my mouth... You were going to say something not so Then nice. it was going to come across <clears throat> as me being... And I didn't want to, because I know how that feels. I know how it feels to be on that side. And so I just literally didn't say anything to him. It took every ounce of energy that I had to not show how upset I was and how annoyed I was, because I was literally like 20 minutes late to work because I thought I was going to be 10 minutes the whole process, and here I am 30 minutes, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I wrote a review as soon as I left, (laughs) because I was so annoyed. I mean, things rarely affect me that way, do you know what I'm saying? But the, the nice thing is that 
within a couple hours, I got a text message from the manager because I put my name and everything in. Because by the time I had done it, got done writing the review, I was diffused and I answered the questions truthfully. And really what it was is the fact that he just didn't acknowledge that I had been inconvenienced, you know, basically. That, that they did everything they did for the menu. You know, they did all the things that they were supposed to. It just took way too long. So then I was like, okay, Tommy, you're <laughs> So learning from that experience, I tried to use it in my next experience. Because yeah, I've, I've done fast food. I know it's, it's a horrible, hard job. And I feel like everybody should have to do it for two weeks or really? more. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I, I was the manager of the dining facility when I was in the Air Force. And it's, it's a lot of work. It's, there's no glory in it whatsoever. No. They're like, oh, my God, this tastes horrible. This tastes horrible. Well, you know what? There's like five other restaurants on this base. That you're more than welcome to go pay $10 for instead of this $2 piece of chicken breast <laughs> that you're complaining about. Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody should have to be in, the, in that kind of service industry at least for a couple weeks so they understand. Mm -hmm. Not that that would fix all problems, but it would certainly give every person a perspective. And they can relate. And they can. They can relate to the person on the inside of the counter. Big announcement! It's going to change our lives drastically and yours too. What is it? It's called Hopecast. It's a morning video cast live through Facebook and Instagram. We want you to join us every Tuesday morning from 7 to 7.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time as we spread hope, positivity, and uplifting entertainment. Follow Tawny on Instagram at life underscore as underscore Tawny or Kent Stead Media on Facebook or hashtag Hopecast. Every week, we'll have hope and positivity for everyone. Okay, share your favorite quote or scripture, either one or both, doesn't matter. That's your favorite. I know what it is, but I have to look it up. I can't. Well, I can tell you it's fight. So my favorite author is Paulo Coelho. And have you, have you ever read his book, The Alchemist? Um, no, but I, I checked it out once. I With a, a stack of other books, I never got to it. I had to turn it back in. I just never picked it back up. But I've heard amazing things about it, and oh. I need to read it. I had it on my... The world is changed by your example, not your opinion. Mm. That's his quote, and it's my favorite quote by him, and I believe it's it's so true. So say that again. The world is <clears throat> changed... The world is changed by your example, example. not your opinion. And it, it's a Paulo Coelho quote. Oh, I love that. Well, and it, you know, because people are like, oh, well, if I, oh, if I, if, okay, well, that's your opinion. So mm -hmm. lead, mm -hmm. you know, prove, do something, show that you actually mean it. Right. Um, yeah, it's, and, and I believe that. And it, and for that, because the military, it's like people, the way that they do it, it's, they kind of feed you against each other when it comes to like awards and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, the competition. don't don't do it because you're doing it because you want this award. Mm -hmm. Lead by example, you know, if you're gonna go volunteer here at this homeless shelter or at this orphanage, do it because you really wanna change the world, not because you want that damn award. Right. Yeah, so I love that quote. I think it's, I think if a lot of people actually live by that quote, it'd probably be a better place. I love that. 
share it, pay it forward. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so the other day I was at Walmart and I've been trying to not drink coffee creamer in my, I, I want to try to drink the non-fat because you know I'm trying to lose weight. And it's been working, but I'm like, ah, that coconut cream. Mm-hmm. I love it. Damn you, Nestle. <laughs> um, and this guy took all three of them. And I was like, it's that coconut? And he's like, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'll just get this kind. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I'll give you one. I mean, so he shared with me and he didn't have to. And I thought that was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Would have been even more amazing if it's yeah. toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee creamer, toilet paper, same thing, right? So, I watched. I think that if a, a lot more people thought in that mindset of be the example. Mm-hmm. I try to do that, especially if somebody else is, I feel like I'm being, I don't know how to say it, like when somebody else is obviously having a bad day and it's, it's, being projected upon me, I guess, is the right way to say it. I've had people say to me, well, you handled that really well. Not really thinking about it, like, after the situation's passed or whatever. And I was like, well, you know, I literally, I don't don't know necessarily why I do this. I'm sure I picked it up from somewhere. But I always try to put myself in in somebody's shoes. I mean, especially when you've worked a lot of retail (laughs) and hotels and stuff like that, you know, and you have to deal with the different personality types and emotions and all that kind of stuff and I'm just like you know who knows what happened to that woman when she you woke know, up this morning no you know you know and and I think the same thing goes there have been some things that like my mom has said to me over the years you know when you're sitting in church and you come to the realization that everybody uses the bathroom just like you <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like when you look around and all these families or all these people seem perfect and happy and everybody's dressed up and their hair is done and they're all here, you know, at church and stuff like that. And you come to the realization that so-and-so's marriage is in trouble or then, you know, this woman's over here suffering because she had to pick her son up from rehab last night or put her son in rehab mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, you just don't know what goes on under the surface. And so... Um, it's just so much easier to just think of the different possibilities that somebody could be dealing with. And that really, for me, changes everything that I see when I look at people. So hopefully people <laughs> like, this lady's crazy. So no, I mean, that, that, I mean, so that's what I mean when I say I'm not responsible for how other people feel and, and vice versa, because you don't know that. I mean, nobody knows that. So yeah, you never know. You never know what people are going through so you can't I mean you can you can take offense to it all day long but it's not going to make you any happier and then it's not their fault that you took offense to it so really your unhappiness is your own your own undoing so so you're right but I I think that way when people are like so one of my jobs when I was in the Air Force I did protocol and they're like Sergeant Doyle it's so easy for you to talk to these general officers I'm like they put their pants on the same way we, they just make a lot more money and mm. honestly they make uh, you know we do all the work and they get more money mm-hmm. but they are people just like us mm-hmm. we are we are humans you know they just have more difficult tasks than well and they everybody still has the same issues because we're Everybody still goes to bed and, you know, reviewing their day or being insecure about, you know, something that happened that day or maybe even being proud of something mm-hmm. that happened. I mean, like, you know, we just all have the same thoughts. It's all there. It's the same. Because we're human. We're human. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. What is one thing you're grateful for? My family. Yeah. And you. <laughs> I am. I, so I. You're amazing. amazing. 
Thank you. Um, I think you're amazing. Thank you. So I used to, me and one of my girlfriends, we were sitting at a cafe in Paris. And it's going to sound so childish, but it was so much fun. <laughs> so I, I, I just loved to people watch. Mm-hmm. And there are these and people, we were just watching them walk by and we were talking to each other. Oh, this is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And so we just made up stuff and it was, it was so childish. Oh, I can't believe I have to go to work. You know, but we try to use the French accent. We're not very good for it. <laughs> but I just watching how people get through their day. Mm-hmm. And there was this one woman. She was so frustrated. And you could tell it was back in 2010. So it's when they had those, like, you know, those skinny little iPods. Mm-hmm. And you know that thing was making her mad. Because she walked. I mean, we sat there for a couple hours. And she walked past about four or five times. And you could tell that thing wasn't working. So we <laughs> Like people watching, yeah, just imagining. I I love it too. I like to observe people. Yeah. I mean, I don't do that anymore. Well, no, that's not true. Sometimes I will, but I just, I just wonder what's what's that person's life like. Not that I want to live that life, but and I, I the same thing with my family. So I will literally watch my brother mm-hmm. because he owns his own company. And he's a person that needs to actually accept that. Don't let other people affect how you feel. I wish he didn't, but he's so high stress. And I mean, I understand, you know, you have your own company to run. Breathe. So yeah, if that's my friends and my family, but honestly, my friends are my family too. I always, I always wonder when I'm getting to know somebody, like what am I supposed to learn from this person? Like, what are they going to teach me about myself? <laughs> Basically, is kind of what it comes down to. It's, it's ironic that you say that because I um, I think in life, this is just me thinking out loud to you. I think in life that we meet people, and you know how you said everything happens for a reason. I believe that. But I think that we meet people in our paths cross because we either learn something from them or they needed to learn something from us. And somehow get us to that next step. I've always believed that. I agree. I don't know if this applies to you as well. The last thing I'll say is kind of along those same lines where I feel like as I'm moving or in a certain direction or growing in a certain direction or whatever, I can just kind of see things. Something will happen. I'll meet somebody. I'll learn about somebody or a situation or whatever. And I'll think, wow how perfectly that was placed because then something will happen right after that that builds upon that that's taking me where I need to go and it's almost eerie sometimes how strategically and precisely placed everything is for me sometimes I'm not sure if that's a gift or a curse (laughs) (laughs) but like I don't know I'm so grateful for the opportunity to get to meet people like you I'm so Everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think there's a reason why we met. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm very grateful for my family. People are nice. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of How to Live Your Best Life Radio. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. 
If you like this show, you might want to check out my Facebook group, How to Live Your Best Life for Daily Positivity, and I'm also available for private coaching and speaking engagements. Be sure to tune in next time for another powerful episode. Until then, please remember to love one another.